This podcast was brought to you by mtgcast.com and please check out www.tcgplayers.com for your best place to buy cards online. What's going on? What's good? It's your boy Tyrone. We are back once again with MDG Brainstorm. That's right, episode 28. I know it's been a minute. I know we've been gone, but building a new website, you know, same old, same old people, life issues, all that kind of good stuff coming on. But we are back for another episode, and that may be episode 29 coming really quick also this week with my homeboy Chris. But uh, this is midday, but uh, I got one of my homies back on here. The, uh, the Mac of them all, Mr. Scotty Mac. What's going on, player? Not too much, man. How you doing? Good oh, to be good, back. man. Hey, we had you on. This is good shit. We had you on 24. This is 28. Moving along. We need to keep like every four episodes getting you back on here. You know, you know, keeping it moving. So, but uh, um, what you been up to, man? Um, I know you been you went to Cincy, man. I, how was your your experience and all kind of stuff you did? It was absolutely awesome, and like being in Cincy was was quite a surreal experience. I got to meet so many people that were there that I wouldn't have met normally. Um, you know, a lot of the podcasting community. You know, like guys from the the uh, the bridge, and uh, also um, you know being able to see Joey again was pretty sweet from Taps, and of course uh, you know Cranny Matt Cranstuber from uh, In Contention podcast, which is a really awesome show as well. Yeah. So it was it was just amazing meeting everybody like live and in person and you know and tons of other people. It was just it was just so crazy. Yeah, I know that you were um um I was listening to the eighteen, which you guys haven't listened to, was the bomb. This episode right here, uh what's that name? Seventy two? That mm. good man, that got me through my day yesterday, man. I was running around all the place, man. I listened to the whole thing. And I want y'all out there Everybody that you know that seem to do that does a podcast, that you know there's not the A team, you know, Manipul, everybody that I heard you was talking to, I mean, talking about was that when they see you, man, show y'all some love, you know, because like, like I say, you're not going to turn nobody away because, you know, you, you want the uh, the the feedback from the people, you know, and them know that, you know, you, you know, it helps fuel you to keep on doing more podcasts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, without the people, we wouldn't do right, it, right? Right, exactly. And that, that's that's what's so important. And, you know, I mean, we would get bored of it, you know, just hanging out and, and making a production of it without, you know, everybody saying, you know, oh, we love the show. And, you know, I mean, we like, we had a guy, we had a guy that recovered from a heart attack on the back of our show. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is true. That's, that's something, man, you know, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Definitely, definitely true. But um, uh, what deck was you playing at uh, over at Cincy? So I ran uh, Black White Tokens also Cincy, uh, which ended up being pretty sweet. Um, I basically uh, ever since Lingering Souls and Zorn came out, I was just like, yep, this is what I'm gonna play, and I tried a bunch of different variations of the deck, and I ended up with one that I felt was really. I was really happy with for that tournament, and and that really you know made me happy. I talked a bit about it on the show. But, uh, you know, I ended up cutting a lot of the one drops and like I wasn't playing champion of the parish because like drawing him late game just makes me want to slip. Right, yeah, true. Um, you know, Dune Traveler was pretty, you know, it was almost in the same situation. Like I had him in the main deck going into FNM that night and we were just messing around with it. And, uh, and I, I played against an opponent uh, last round who was playing main deck, um, Gideon's Lawkeeper. And let me tell you, like that card put in a lot of work against me and it was pretty sweet. So I ended up, uh, 
deciding to main deck those over Doom Travelers, and you know I ended up making sort of a, a last minute sideboard and some decisions uh, surrounding that that made the deck you know get a really uh, get uh, go a lot farther. Um, I was running uh, Leon and Relic Orders instead of you know traditional. You know, artifact removal because it leaves behind a guy that doesn't just get blown up by Ratchet Bomb and you know under a bunch of anthems and stuff. He's still really strong. So uh, it was it was a really good it was a really good deck for that tournament. I've made a couple of changes to it since. Uh, you know, it's kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, so yeah, overall it's uh, it's been pretty good, man. I can't yeah, complain. Yeah, uh, yeah, you you smashed that you smashed that dude for real. I was uh I was checking it out and uh, I was like, man. I said, I said, let's uh, look at him go. Cause I was like, oh, he's playing mono green, but I know I was thinking, well, if he gets a champion out, uh, not champion, but uh, Mary, uh yeah, Crusader. Crusader. <clears throat> I know if he get if he gets that card out, then it pretty much be over. But really, you really didn't really need it. I mean, you pretty much you, you took him too old, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So. yeah. The Crusader was so important in game two because it allows me to block, you know, basically any of the huge dungro yeah. elders because you just can't let those Heck, no, through, no, right? No, they're just they're just insane. They're, they're they're really I mean you know like I have a problem with him here too because my better I mean a lot of people they like playing him and and um, if you don't play the right colors against green you know pretty much you get stumped so. Mm-hmm. But I, I found that it was it was really good all day. The card was just an absolute house. It's it is really strong right now in the meta, and uh, especially against um, you know like the wolf index and you know basically anything running green you can really punish right, them right. Uh, for, uh, for their deck choice. So it's pretty 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 sweet. Well, man, you gonna have to. Uh, um... Um, I don't know if you sharing your list with everybody, but uh, if you're if you're showing your your uh, deck list around, man, you should uh, shoot me a, uh, a a deck list so other people can check them out. Because I have a lot of people have been asking, you know, how to build a pretty good uh, uh, token deck, and uh, this mostly like uh, my son's uh, my son's friends, and, and, and you know they they're getting the magic, but you know they want I, I consider the deck simple, I guess, just because of the style type of player I am, but um, you know just. You know, a lot of people they want to see black, uh, black white tokens work, and I always talk about your decks. I mean, you know, um, I know you sure the guys you know about Scotty Mac and uh, check out his deck, but um, I couldn't find it nowhere. So I don't know if you're willing to share yeah. it or not, but uh, if you are, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just I haven't gotten uh, I haven't gotten the actual like recent list together um, in in any format that I can actually share it in. But I'll I'll make sure I get it together this weekend. I'll get it sent out right, to you. You'll be the first person to receive it. It'll be a brainstorm exclusive. Thank, thank you. That's what I've been trying to get from you, man. Because, uh, um, uh, you know, like I was, I was talking today when I was doing the uh, words of Friday Magic King. Um, I look at, I look at you guys, like you, you know, on the magic base of like you, Boost, and uh, everybody in the Medina. I look at more like big brothers, you know, because I'm probably, I don't know if I'm older than most of y'all, whatever. But I'm not, not that. But you know, this experience to the game. You know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I, and I'm trying to get where you guys are at, so I can be more experienced to help other players because I, you know, I consider you know a magic to be a real big social tool. You know. Yeah. No, and, and totally it is. You know, and the good testament to that, like I was at a PTQ this weekend, and you know, I, I don't have any aspirations for the pro tour, but I went because it was just so much fun. I got to hang out like KYT and Frank yeah. came down. So, you know, they stayed at my pad, and we had an absolute blast just hanging out. And, you know, I went, like, 2-3 drop or something, so it wasn't all that great. But, you know, I did better than KYT, so that was enough. <laughs> that, that, that's all I meant. I'll do better than somebody else. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I'll hang it over his yeah, head forever. Um, but it was it was good, you know, and, and it was just so good to see everybody. And there were a ton of people in from, you know, from Ottawa, which is, you know, all the nearby, you know, cities, right. and even a bunch in Montreal. So it's just so much cool. So much 
fun to hang out with everybody, and I think that's what I really like about the game. Oh yeah, yeah, me too, man. Because I'm 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 the type of same way. I consider um, you know, thinking about when I was growing up, when I was younger, you know, I was you know the video game, you know, but Magic back in the day was not like how Magic is now. Um, I I have um tons and tons of cards, but I donated it, donated some of my cards to a uh, a a local like boys and girls club type of deal, and uh and you know have like it's like a little little out of school program where the kids get done with their homework, you know, kids they get looked forward to playing playing Magic. So I went put you know simple decks together, sleeved them up and stuff. So you know, and I bought boxes for them all. Cause the boxes ain't they, they ain't that expensive, like two three bucks for the you know, crap. You're not crappy, but you know the hard case, hard cases, and uh, kids. I mean, they actually look forward to finishing their homework to after-school programs to be able to play Magic. And, nice. You know, so and that's another way I think about getting back into it. Because one way that I know how, how this game helps people, I know other people look at it in a negative light, but is it, it, times are different. And when I was growing up, what kept me out, you know, away from the gangs and trouble, and you know, getting in trouble. Through most of my life was, you know, we, I woke account as magic and, you know, in video games, you know, other type of social medias, you know, out there mm-hmm. than, than what it is now. So, you know, support, su- support, support. I want to say support your local podcast. And, uh-oh, getting some, uh, <laughs> sounds like you're washing your car outside. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no, my wife is upstairs. She's, uh, She's uh, cleaning up from cleaning the baby. So. Uh, yeah. By the way, how how so, is your little one? I heard you talk about um talking about your little one on on eighteen. Yeah, she's a giant. She's not really little by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. She's uh she's into like eighteen month sleepers, and she just turned eight okay. months. It's pretty well, crazy. Yep. Yep. There you go. You, you got your softball player growing up already. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But um, let's jump into. Standard. Um, I know you play EDH and modern and stuff like that, but um, I'm just trying to keep on the base for the um simple folks. You know, you know, I'm 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 from the simple people. You know, then then you yep. know once they get their foot in in standard, then you know they can move up like I'm trying to do right now. But uh, um, there's just so much work. You know, keeping it. You know, keeping up with standard and you know keeping information out to the people. Let's um let's get into what cards since uh, Dark Sisters came out. What cards are popping in your eyes right now? You know, you know, in in the type of decks that they may be playing in. Sure. Um, one of the major breakouts, obviously, after uh, the Pro Tour was Huntmaster, right? And I know that I've heard you talking about it on uh, on the cast. And I mean, you're you're like bang on. Huntmaster is uh, the real deal right now. Um, where I really like him is in. I mean, aside from the red green list, which is fine. I I actually really like him. In a uh, like a rug pod Ooh. list, which I played. Yeah, I played against one in, in round three of the Star City huh. event against one of the guys that actually won a draft open. So yeah, I heard about that. Too. No slaps by any stretch. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he was playing a list and it looked really good. I mean, the concept between behind making a really good pod list is the creatures need to be good enough. Like even if you don't draw a pod, you're still doing fine. Right. Right. right? And I feel like Huntmaster is a really good uh, piece of that. I also feel like Dungeon Geist is pretty insane yeah. right now. So I think that we should expect to see, you know, uh, a lot of that coming forward. Um, the uh, the Black White Tokens is, is a lot of fun. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, a top tier competitive until, you know, people lose all of their ratchet bombs. But that being said, um, it's still a really, really powerful deck. It may take a hit if uh, Honor of the Pure doesn't get right, printed. Right, right. That is true. But, you know, 
but we'll see what happens. I mean, the, what I found, I mean, if you watch my future match rate, right, like I get to the point where I just drop a bunch of anthems on the board and all I need to do is draw a single spell, right? right? I draw one lingering souls and all of a sudden I have 20 power. <laughs> Gone. I mean, that's just, just crazy how, 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 how your deck ran that day. Yeah, it was really good. So, you know, it's there's a lot of really neat things that you can be doing in standard right now. Delver's still a thing. Um, and the Esper Spirits list is uh, is pretty neat, but we're kind of in a in a really in a really interesting cycle, I think, because you know you see the Wolfrun deck do really well because people were sleeping on it. So now you're looking at what beats Wolfrun, you know, because Wolfrun beats Delver pretty reliably. Yes, and so you go, well, so now I play if I play like blue black, I basically just like take over the field, right? right? And then you know, so there's probably a good control deck that's poised to to win a major. And then after that, um, you know, decks like Mono Red are going to take a step in again and just, you know, take these do-nothing control decks to school. So I, I really like Standard right now. I feel like it's a healthy place to be. And you can pretty much just, like, take any deck. And so long as you accept the fact that, like, probably one of your matchups is less than less than favorable, um, you can definitely tune to be pretty much everything else, you know? So if you can predict the metagame correctly, uh, like, any deck could have its day Yeah, right that, that is true. But um, you since we're touching on Huntmaster... Uh, I know you probably hear me uh, uh, telling a story about the price, but it it jumped up. It's more than what I thought it was because I think before us it was like twenty, maybe twenty three dollars or something. Then it, then the other day mm-hmm. I checked, then it then it jumped up to be uh thirty some dollars. I'm like, what? The? I mean, I mean that card must be hot. Then even uh um next card I wanted to talk about is how in the hell did Sword War and Peace jump up to be forty five freaking dollars? Everyone's playing it. It was the same thing as what happened with Easter Famine during the Cobbler. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, but I'm just thinking like, okay, I, I, I get the concept of the card. Um, if you have cards, uh, you lose life. I got cards, I gain life, type of deal. And I know it puts in extra damage though, but man, but it, to me, it still is not. To me, it's not my favorite sword. I run it mostly because everybody else is playing white, and most people around where I am playing mono red. But I still like Feast of Famine and sort of um, uh, buying mine more. Yeah, the issue is, is like the protection from white is really the relevant piece. Mm-hmm. Like so many people are just playing white spells, and uh, being able to you know and, and white creatures, right? So being able to just like blow past them and get in you know, copious amounts of damage is is a thing. Right. Yeah. So I'm so I was like, wow, this. I, I mean, it's good on my part because I I can get some good trades in for it because people you know looking for it, but but really, I don't know. I, I get the hype of the swords. You know, like uh, like with the Delvers and with the Spirits and stuff. So, but I don't know. I mean, it just makes it easier for me because since I'm like right now, I'm playing a rug, you know, rug control type deck myself. That means I just mm-hmm. balance more up on uh, on on artifact mode with more naturalizers, more ancient grudges, more six slimes. So, I, I mean, it 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 helps me. I, I think when people play the swords, it mostly kind of hurts them in the long run because you know they they could be spending spending men on other things you know but i want sometimes i want them to equip it to the store instead of play a certain type of spell so then i come in and get rid of their guy then next on my turn then i can smash face so yeah that, that that's just that's just the, just the way i think think about it so but um mm-hmm. what else do you think is um out there um uh cars or decks so the thing is like if you're talking about like fnm like Anything can win at FNM right now. And that's the thing that's amazing. Like, there are so many decks out there that you can play. Like, the zombies yeah. lists right now, 
they're legit. Like they're they're one hundred percent a thing. Um, and uh, I think the blue black is where you want to be in that. By the way, in case anyone's curious. But uh, it you know it, there's some really ridiculous stuff. Like Geralt's messenger is absurd. If you've got uh, the right engine to support it, um, the grave crawlers obviously one of those engine pieces. Right. Um, but yeah, it that's a real deck. Um, the Esper spirits and stuff tokens they're all they're all gonna be good. Um, I mean, even the werewolves deck can be pretty good. I mean, Mary Jacobson did fine with it, you know, initially at uh, Star City Cincinnati as well. So you know, it's not uh, it's certainly not something you slept on, but. I, I think the point is is that you can play just about anything at FNM right now, so long as you're aware of what your matchups are. Right, exactly. Are. That's why I try to tell people it's um depending on what you play at, because um, the reason why because last week I was playing I was playing the the Wolf Run play Wolf Run, but my list was a little bit different from everybody else's. Everybody was running four either four Primevals and four Infernals, but I was only running two of each and running running the groups instead. Which I found the, to mm-hmm. me, I found the groups to be playing better. But the part that hurt me the most was the tokens. You know, I had my ratchet bombs and stuff, but you know, other decks, you know, they have like a little bit more type of more removal than mostly than you know mass removal than than you know mostly red and green. So I switched to blue, changed the stuff around, and get myself a little bit more, you know, able to. Get rid of creatures like some more man leaks and some dissipates. They play the big guys like Vapor Snag, you know, stuff like that. Because the only reason I change it is because where I play. Normally, if we'll run, if I was smashing face with Wolf Run, I wouldn't change it. But it's just also I I depend on is I how I tell people is that it's most of the most of the way the gameplay now is is how you draw most. It's, it's the deck that what it's eighty percent the deck, twenty percent you. It's what the deck wants to give you, and it's what how the way kind of way how you cut the deck, and it's the decision that you make when you're in the middle of the play. Because you can have the perfect hand and still screw it up. So, oh, you totally. know, so yeah. uh, I, I I think you know it's you try to you balance your deck about where you play. I mean I mean you don't want to go and see with shaping or or um, uh, any other you know top tier pro guys play because. They play a certain way, but you bring your F and M, then you end up getting smashed. Is because the the gameplay there is not the, what people expect to be at a pro tour. Because everybody know pretty much, yeah. even though people don't show your decks nine times out of ten, people know what you're going to play because of the previous matches that you played before, unless you pulled a, a, a big switch route on them. So you know, I know yeah. what what kind of tips you can give people at uh, uh, F and M's on when they decide to build their decks. Well, I think, like you said, I mean, you've you 100% got to take into consideration what you expect to see. Um, you also should take into consideration just the general proclivities of players, right? So there's not a lot of players that can comfortably flex to all different deck types. So there's going to be the control guy. There's going to be the aggro guy. There's going to be the mid-range guy, you know? Um, and just understanding sort of what their mindsets are should give you a, a good idea of what you're up against when you sit down, right? The other thing that I really like to do at FNM is I like to have like about a 19 card sideboard, 19 or 20, going to the right. event. And then what I'll do is I'll take a look at all of the people that are there, knowing that, you know, oh, three control people are here, two aggro, whatever. And I generally slant my sideboard a little bit based on what I know. Okay. See, that's good right? too. So if you're going to a regular FNM, this is 100%. Yeah. 
100% uh, know your opponents. Not You don't have to know their deck, but you should know what they like. Right. That you hit the nail on the head. That's that's, that's exactly that's kind of exactly kind of plan that also I do too. But you know, like I said, y'all, you got I got like I'm pretty much I'm pretty much sure at most of the uh, people's FNLs you got that poison guy, like you said, you know, and then mm-hmm. you got the control. He may not have the same type of um, uh, control you had before, but you know it's going to be a type of control, so you you, you can prepare yeah. yourself for that. Yeah, like the guy that's playing blue black one week may play pristine control right. next. You know what I mean? But, like, he's still probably going to be playing a control deck. He may even flex into Esper Spirits if he wants to. But, like, you know, the other thing, too, is is finances come into play. Right. So if you've got somebody that you know has a million dollars in cards or whatever, then they could play whatever right. they want. But if you know somebody that's just recently invested a bunch of money and trying to secure an Esper mana base, then it's probably safe to say that you're going to play against Esper for this person for quite some time until they start winning some Right, money. okay. Well, see, that hit the nail on the head once again, my brother. But, um, yeah, that's... Basically, that's... We have to do it. If you if you are one if you see somebody over in the corner like like other shop, we got a lot of people that play uh, uh 40k. You, you know, mm-hmm. so you know if he can if he comes in with a wear barrel full of 20k, I mean 40ks, you know he get money from Magic. So when you see him play Magic, you know he's always playing the pristine, you know, best deck. So you know that's mm-hmm. another way you have to prepare for. But like you said, you just like you, like you just talking about money. You said you got to know your players. Then then. You should be should be great in gravy. Mm. Yeah. So those are definitely some some major recommendations that I make. Like, um, also like get to know everybody. Right? right. Like that's a that's a big thing. Like everybody that comes to your F and M, like F and M, sort of like a second home for everybody. So you should know everybody that comes into your right. house. Right. Exactly. No, know your opponents, friends or no friend. I mean, well, pretty much everybody there, your friends, but you know, I'm sure everybody has that one guy in their shop to like, oh hell, here he is again, and, and, mm-hmm. you know. So that 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 one, um, what do y'all call them on the A team? I forgot what the, um, scumbags, whatever, or something like that. Yeah, scumbags, yeah, yeah. Type of people, because I mean, you know, we had a couple of them, but once the, once their elves cycled out, they uh, decided to go bye bye. It's like, oh, I can't play this anymore because I can't play my elves. So, you know, they just went out and dipped out. So, which is good for us, you know, because you know, had a real, little funky, funky last little attitude. Let me not get on to that, that, that step. But let's move along to sleepers. Sure. What do you, what cards do you see that are sleeping that people are kind of playing or not playing at all? You have like, I have a couple myself, but I'm gonna want to see what you're rolling with. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Oh yeah. Okay. So a card that is played in the French Reanimator deck that Raphael Levy played in uh-huh. Tour is um, Tracker's something rather. We talked about it on the uh-huh. It's it's like it's like mulch for a yes. dude. So it's like one, it's green one, and it says look at the top four and uh, pick a creature, put it in your hand, and put the other ones into the graveyard. And it has flashback of blue two, um, and it's a sorcery. So I'm like, that card's pretty cool. Yeah, most definitely. I, I was thinking about that one, thinking about that one too, because I mean, because I know so I'm always thinking about different playing different type of colors, and I'm focus on one, but I'm on another. But I was thinking I like that card because I like the. Um, I mean, you know, just brainstorming about it. You know, you play that in case you, you know, 
unless you're paying like a type of card that would creature you got in your graveyard, your type your target that power and toughness. But if you're not, um, memory journeys is a good card to play with that because you know even though you put in the graveyard, you play memory journeys, you can that keeps your 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 deck shuffled. Plus you get be able to get your uh, put your creatures back in there. You know what I mean? You know, so that's yep. that's a type of deal. But um, yeah. one card that I think that everybody's sleeping on is the um, Mythic Rare, the uh, three and two blue, the um, um, Builders of Will. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, yeah, Beguilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the card. Yeah. I mean, I bought a play set of those. I even bought the full seven dollar one. But um, mm-hmm. I think this card is is dangerous mostly is because. And I think this this fits well with blue white tokens. I mean, you know, like you know, spirit, you know, type of ordeal, because I know she's five to get out. So you know, you basically you can concentrate her as you know being some of your big creatures though. But you can you can still titans. You can still uh, um, in, you know, basically any type of big drop or even like the card that that's even though that your type of creatures on the battlefield say like um, uh, Mirror Crusader. You know, you got your green guys out. You know, just saying. I'm just speaking outside, you know, side of the neck right now. But you got mm-hmm. that out, and that card's whooping your tail. When you play her, it'll tap, tap him. You, then basically, you got him on your side. You know what I mean? So, I mean, stuff. I mean, that's that's just a, that's a type of idea. I'm surely, I still believe that there's still decks out there that haven't been made yet. Um, there's one. Um, somebody was telling me about. Uh, I can't remember what he's called. It called it Fritz Frights or Fritz or something. That's the French reanimator deck. That's where I pulled the pulled that card yeah. from. Yeah, that card's act. That, that deck's actually legit. Um, I, there was a Star City Games Premium. If you guys have that, is uh, Jerry T did a playtest session versus Nick Spagnolo, and um, what they did was uh, Nick was playing that deck, the reanimator deck, and like by turn four, they're either reanimating or hard casting Elishnorn. Like <laughs> that's insane, and I mean, you think about it. If you're hard casting Elishnorn on four, you have like three or four mana dorks on the board, and guess what? You all of a sudden have a sick army that is threatening to beat your face. Exactly. And they're running four Elishnorn in the deck. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. That's that's. Um, but what's the um? Uh, I'm not able to look that deck. Up. I think it might be on TCG players. I think, but basically, but yeah, I think we're. After- Raph Levy, I think he writes for blackborder.com, uh-huh. so it may be there, um, but I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll find it, and I'll give you a link. You can probably okay, that's good. Um, what's, what's so, um, any, uh, trying to think. We think about, uh, think about zombies now. I, I, I mean, because I'm just basically just giving you, asking questions of people that ask me, or, you know, or just wondering about why come people ain't playing these type decks, so. It, uh, Medina's actually on blue white or blue black zombies right now, and there's a lot of really neat interaction with that. Like fume spitters are a really strong part of that deck. Geralt's messenger does a lot of work. Um, the other card that I think, and you know, we'll two for one here that people are sleeping on that's poised for a comeback, especially if this zombie deck takes off, is Phyrexian of Blue. Yeah. Like, especially if run takes off, like. What does Wolf Run do against Phyrexian Obliterator except just yeah, lose? Yeah, I'm gonna be talking about that. I remember you talking about that on the 18. That you are so right. I mean, you can't burn them. You, yeah. you can't. You can't inflict any, any type of pain to them because if you do, pretty much that's game. I mean, you just uh, really, if if you're playing against that, you might as well just go ahead and scoop. Uh, unless you got enough mana, maybe for one hit to take them out and you'd be okay. But if you got a low mana, mana curve and you has got six just to be able to play your creatures. Then pretty much you're screwed, so you might as well just go ahead and go ahead and scoop that out. That's why 
See, that actually, that's another reason why I chose to try to do a rug type of deal because a lot of people are, are bringing that car back. Um, I had a place at a four Japanese. Some some guy mm. decided to pay me, um, you know, twice the value of it because, he, first of all, he likes Japanese, and that's basically what he's trying to do. And I was like, shoot, I need some hunt masters. So I was like, okay, so, you know, it's, I don't know, it's a win, 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 lose. Probably going to beat me down with it later, but that's why I put the vapor snags in, you know, stuff like that. That's why I want to play rug. Cause I know it's coming. I know mm. he's gonna bring it. <laughs> I know he's gonna bring the bring the pain. But you are totally right about that Wolfram. That's what kind of worries me about playing that Wolfram deck. I mean, it's never it's never gonna go yeah. to, it's, that Wolfram is never gonna go away. It's 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 going it's going to be around. But it's good to see other decks out there besides Wolfram for a change. But some of these decks are ridiculous. I mean, really, like Lingering Souls. That 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 car is 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 crazy. I mean, you you play you pay the three. Then you pay the two to flash the bat, and now you got four guys on the field. Now, if you got a Tano Virtues or a, a uh, Honor of the Pure, and especially mm-hmm. even even if you play against Wolf Run, what really what can you do? There are four what three threes, and if, without yeah. the Wolf without the Wolf Run, like if 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 the token stack has somebody to contain the land, like yeah, what do you do? Yeah, there, there's there's nothing. So you know, I mean that's and uh, I came in, came in, in Slag Storming twice. Uh, well, that's, that's, twice. That's the only way that I think. But nine times out of ten, that's not going to happen. I mean, it's not the pro tour. You, you just can't. Uh, was it a guy guy like blast him four times or three times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not 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 that yeah. lucky. So, fantasy land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just trying to come up with different ways how to how to uh, handle um 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 tokens because they are a real big ordeal. Yeah, yeah they're definitely, yeah, definitely moving around. All right, let's. Uh, uh, I know it's come up on time here. Um, I know you're a busy man. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay, okay so, far. so far. Just uh, we'll keep it running. I'll All let right, you know. there we go. Okay, let's. Uh, what do you right now? What do you think the strong colors is in Magic? Uh, you know it's tough because I. I really like like blue is still obscene. Like blue is always going to yep. be obscene, uh, but you know I think white is probably up there as a case for one of the strongest colors because um, oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah God, there's just so many cards in white right now. Like lingering souls is, is bonkers. You're right, and uh, it's just it's really really powerful. Um, I think the worst color like if I had to go backwards, the worst color is probably it's probably red then green then. Black than white and blue, depending on the day you're fighting. Over. Right, right. Yeah, I, I totally, so. totally feel the feel the same way. White, white has finally came. White has finally came with the power, um, especially with, especially with uh, with Talia coming to play. So, she's she's really, 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 really a, a um, big staple in, uh, in especially in uh, was it um, uh, Haunted Humans? She, yeah. You know, she she's a she's a big big dog in that so she does a lot of work in that deck uh yeah that's what medina was on for star city and like talia is a beating it's simply that i mean i haven't pulled one yet i mean it's just like i you know i got a whole bunch of cards hell i haven't even pulled one luliana yet so I, hopefully that i can pull talia i mean i pulled guys out of saint trath i pulled what almost 10 of them my pet yeah and, a- and but I never pulled any other no. I haven't pulled no Sorns or anything like that. This ever since Tazzy came out, he's done cursed me with not getting any Planeswalkers. Only other Planeswalker I got besides him was lucky enough was a Garouk. That was it. 
But anything yeah. else is uh, Garouk two uh, or three. Relentless three. Nice. <clears throat> so nice. that's that that's 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 my kid right there. Uh, if you put a wolf run, you got to play him. So um yeah. Uh okay, let, let me ask you a question about um you know just those stuff top ahead. Uh, got some other other sure. people since we're talking about Garouk. Uh, one of my my homies that I play magic with. <clears throat> you know, we was talking, and we think that Garouk and Huntmaster are a good combination. Only because of um, um, Grook's tutor ability. Once you get, yeah, you know, once you be able to get a flip and Huntmaster coming in with that token, you know, I'll, when I was playing Warfront, that's what won me my games. You know what I mean, so yeah. and on reason why I lost last week because I went two zero, then I then I one tied, one lost tied, one lost tied. That's the only reason why I didn't, I didn't make the finals. But um, it's it, it basically most of the games I won. That's how I won, how I won with it, and um, what, what, what do you feel? Um, how do you feel about Grook? What what you know qualities and what you like and don't dislike about him? So I like, um, I, like truthfully, I just put him into one of my commander decks, my uh, one that I like to sack dudes and look for right. more dudes, and yeah, like he's insane. He really is just insane. Um, finding yourself in a situation where you can really put him to work. Is uh, is is so powerful because he he can very easily you know take over take over a game state. Yeah. So he, he's definitely the the like I want to say he's the best Garouk yet, but you know I'm not 100 percent convinced that's the case yet because Garouk one was still insane. The I'll most fairly 50, insane planeswalker or whatever. Yeah. Because I like the other the group two because his beast buildies. But then I like, you know, the baby group because of his, his death touch, his search. That's base, basically the best thing that I, that I like about him. Cause, yeah. you know, like, all right, just got to sack a guy, then, you know, he, he, he flips around. Okay. You flip my hunt master or something back. Okay. Let's use that. I'll just use that token to, uh, get somebody else in here to beat your face. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's always, always good. I mean, yep. I, I, I think if you're playing green, I mean, you can't beat him. He's three and one. I mean, he's not crazy like the other one. I mean, double, triple colors and stuff. I mean, so, I mean, he, he's still enough to get out. I mean, if you're playing birds, if you're playing spheres, then you're able, you know, able to, you know, get it done. And plus, um, also his minus three ability, creatures you control gain trample and get X, uh, plus X, plus X until end of turn. Well, X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So, I mean, to me, like, like, we, you know, this, now, now we're all, when we talk about this stuff, I brainstorm. I brainstorm in this mulch. You, you know, you're able to do that, and then you're able to, you know, buff them up to his three, three ability, and you know, give you guys plus that because you mulch creatures into your graveyard. So I mean, this he 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 works good. He he gets uh, he deserves more credit than what he is, but he's still I think he's still about what twenty three, twenty four bucks. So yeah, I think it's the right price yeah. too. Like I think he's adequately priced based on you know value, rarity, right. and power. He's he's pretty solid. He could easily hit forty bucks if there's a deck that takes. Oh like yeah, him and like like I was saying before, man, I believe that there is a deck that hasn't been touched yet. I mean, I mean, not, you know, you know, what I mean, it hasn't been broken. And, yeah. And and that's that that's what I I I know you shouldn't always try to be the one to break a deck. You know what I mean? But it never hurts. To be able to be the one, and, you know, it's like, oh, you know that deck that uh, um, the brainstorm made, 
and is whooping butts and protein. I mean, that'll make you feel good, you know. But yeah. if if it's just a deck, like like um, I don't know if um, my buddy Nate oil uh, oil and gas. Oh yeah, oil and gas dad. Yeah, oil yeah. and gas dad. He's yeah. you know he took one of my list and kind of made his little spirit deck with and stuff like that. You know, I mean stuff like that made me feel good. You know, it's like oh, uh, you know, and and him and he was always asking me for advice. You know that 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 makes me feel good. I know uh, Evil Beard. Um, you know he's a, he, you know he's another follower of y'all and stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know he you know he's a good guy. When you know like you, all you guys can you know kind of help me you know build this rug neck that I, I'm playing with now. You know points in and out. So, well, what is um nice. what is um what are, what do you think? Uh, I'm trying to think how can I put this. Um, what is your view on having like a a play play test type group? You know. Yeah, I think it's really valuable, uh, so long as you've got the, the right mix of people. I think that the best person that, best people that we've had on this were, um, I think, AJ Soccer, when he was talking about uh, wanting to put a team together and, you know, how you need very specific, you know, groups of people, you know, in the team. And I think that that was a really, really valuable piece. If you're looking at putting together, like, a really strong playtest group, then that's really a, the first place you should be looking. Yeah, because I, I, I feel that, you know, that's that's the best thing. Especially, but what about, what, what can you do for the people who may not be able to put a playtest group together? How do you, you know, what is your advice on to be able to, to get help when you need help on the deck? So, like, in, the Internet's a wonderful place, um, provided you've got the right the right type of people around you. Um, you know, like, Twitter's good for that sort of stuff, Facebook and whatnot. Uh, Cockatrice is really good testing software that I'm using. Like, if you don't have Moto, um, Cockatrice has been amazing. Uh, fairly easy to use interface, readily updated, um, you know. And the people on there aren't total dirtles, <laughs> for the most part. So that's always promising. Right, there you go. Oh, see that—that's good. Yeah. And then, because you know, sometimes I have a problem getting, you know, getting out myself, you know, but can't get out too much because you know, I don't want the, want the, want the wife to be like you're gone so much, you know. So, you know, because basically I just have other guys, you know, in my, you know, in our situation, we're both dads, you know, we both have kids, mm-hmm. you know, but we both can't get away. So they're always asking, what do you think is a good way for you know us to be able, to, you know, get out and play test? I mean, really. <clears throat> It just takes a, a Skype account, really, and or like I said, Twitter. I mean, if you play Magic and you ain't on Twitter, then something's wrong. Yeah, yep. that's the. Uh, you guys said it. Medina said it. I mean, if you if you got that and you don't have that, you guys are wrong. So you guys need to get with the game plan and uh, come on to the Twitterverse. So. <laughs> yep, agree. And the, it's actually it's funny how it's it's un- very unique. That uh, the tw- the Twitter community for Magic is so is so good because there's a lot of other communities out there that you know um, are trying to use Twitter and they're just doing it terribly and it's really just not a positive experience that you can actually get anything right, out of. Right, right, very true. So yeah, so it, it's really nice to uh, nice to see mm-hmm. that you know transpiring right now. It's, it's, it's always good. I mean, like I said, it's just a question. It's just a tweet away. And put the right type of ha- hashtag on. The right type of question, yep. you know, and um, and uh, get responses. Yep, exactly. So, well, it's uh, talking about the close out the show. Um, I just just want to yeah get my man on here and uh, 
you know, discuss some issues, do, you know, do some buddy buddy, you know, table talk about magic, you know, get some information out there to y'all and, you know, and, and, you know, and, and show my appreciation to uh, Mr. Scott and Mag to the eight and the, to the whole 18 guys, you know, so, you know, you guys, you guys really, um, you, you guys do more than what you, what you may, you know, more what you think. You know, you, you got the turtle dirtles out there that, you know, always want to talk trash and stuff and tell you how terrible you are and all this kind of bullshit. And and they love you more than we do because they don't want to hate on you. If you got, if you got, if you got to, you know, talk trash that much through, you really must like the podcast because you wouldn't listen to them and send in, in any type of results if you didn't. So. That's what yeah. I say about that. So, are you? Yeah, it's funny actually. There's there's a lot of situations where some of the most obscure things that we say, you know, we get called out and trolled on so badly. But like, people have to listen really hard to catch a lot yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, very true. Oh, trust me, I, I do. I, I hear it, but you know, it's it's. it's I, I know I'm a thoughtful person. You, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a hard heart person, and if. If it if it don't offend me, then really, man, it really it, it ain't that bad. I mean, you just gotta look, gotta look at it, and in you know inside out. You know, don't don't always look into the bad of the issue. You know, look into the the comedy and and just the thought of the issue that that you guys are talking about. And then yeah. everything will be cool. But a lot of people try not to do that. But they need to get with yeah. the program. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I so hear um I hear so you. what's next for the Mac? What you up to? Um, so right now I'm like, I just kind of finished a bunch of magic traveling. We're trying to get, uh, GP Vancouver to actually happen. Um, we had some information where Jay potentially wasn't going to go, but then now he is going. And so now I have to find a way to go. And it's like, (laughs) so that's in, I guess the end of June or whatever. And we've got to try to find a way to make like $6,000 to go the wife and I, so we're going to figure it out, but it's it's no small penny. Oh man. you want to go for a week's vacation? It's my wallet cheap. has just ran away. That's right. <laughs> Believe me, mine jumped. Mine just climbed its way up yeah. my butt. I totally understand. Yeah, but it's but, it's, uh, it's worth but it. yeah. So we're working. To, we're working towards that. Um, I mean, other other than that, we're just uh, we're just playing cards and having fun. Like game days tomorrow. Right, right. Uh, so I have to try to potentially put a deck together for that if I'm going to make it. And if I'm not, then that's cool. But. Otherwise, yeah, just uh, continuing to gain EDH and loving my uh, all the podcasts that are out there and just, uh, you know, hanging with my boys. There you go, homie. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man, if you get ever get time to, um, um, no, well, actually, you just call yourself out. So now people at the Brainstorm will be expecting. It, it, I know we talked about this earlier. I know you don't have time for the other stuff. I'm not talking about them, but. If you got time to throw a uh, throw a deck together for Friday Night Magic, you know, just something off the top of your head, because that's truly what brewing and brainstorming is. Some off the top of your head. And whenever you get the time to do it, man, make sure you send it in to him. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I appreciate you coming on, uh, coming on the brainstorm, man. Thank you for uh, kicking us off once again. Yeah, man, I'm happy to do it every time I get a chance, man. You know. Oh, what yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It, it just, I don't know what it is. It's just, the, just the luck of the timing. Every time that. I just feel like, okay, it's one of those days that I got, all right, nothing's going on. Sadie, she's actually chilling, not making noise, sitting here watching cartoons, being, I mean, this is a perfect opportunity, and it always seems to work out when you come on, so that, yeah, I don't know, something about, something about the swag about the Mac makes everything roll smooth. So. Yeah, that's what my wife says, too. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I can't uh, vindicate that uh, remark, but uh, 
Um, I'll take your word for it. A- yeah, here's uh, so I'm gonna send you the list right now. Here's the link uh, for the show notes. There's the link to Raphael Levy's uh, French Reanimator okay. deck. So there's the link to the video deck tech for that from the Wizards okay. coverage, uh, which was really good this time. So that was pretty sweet. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then in the meantime, I will work on trying to find a way to get my list that I have right now together and get it off to you. Uh, when are you looking to post this um, up? Depending on trying to post it, uh, well, since I'm doing it myself, and the site doesn't take me long at all. But um, but okay. it, but the, so the deck I'll, doesn't matter. It's just whenever you get time to be able to do it. I mean that the the I can put that on the site at any time. But just just with the show, basically, guys, just just be looking out for it. I mean, it, within maybe a day or two that it'll be up, or or maybe after the weekend. So probably what say no later than Monday. Yeah, I would think that's very Okay, reasonable. there we go. No, no later than Monday. Um, but uh, I'm having uh, put up um, more deck techs. Uh, I did deck techs on my Wolf Run uh, here in a minute. I'm about to do a uh, deck tech on my Rug deck. And then um, I wrote, uh, I did a top 10, um, a top 10 uh, decks, and, uh, not decks, but cards and standard. So you might want to check that out here in a little bit that I, I'll, I'll have posted so you guys can come and check out. But once again, Mr. Sky Mac, my homie, round of applause to the Mac. One, thank you, sir, for uh, <laughs> coming on the podcast, and uh, you have a blessed day, my brother. Yeah, man, you too. We'll talk to you all soon. Right, Thanks right, for having man. me. Take care. Peace.